It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson. Final segment where we just talk about some of the things that I'm thinking about, things that have been on my mind. And obviously, there's been a, a great debate over the weekend when it comes to racism, to athletics at the college level, when it comes to our interaction with each other politically. And all of those things have kind of merged together into the program today. And I, I keep coming back to just some basic thoughts that I think solve a lot of these issues. Uh, everyone says that we're so divided as a nation. And I still don't buy that. Because most people are decent and good and striving to do the right thing. And far too often, we focus on the negative we focus on the loud, we focus on the angry, we focus on the rage and the obnoxious, and we validate it. And then we give it some oxygen. And then we may even throw a little gasoline on it. And then we wonder why it feels like we're so divided. And so I want to string together a couple of thoughts from the program today. And I want to go back to this conversation I had with Coach Ray Scott. Coach Ray Scott uh, coached in the NBA in the early 1970s. He was the first black coach to be NBA Coach of the Year, uh, 1972. And he wrote a book called The NBA in Black and White. It was about race relations in the NBA and how they had changed over time. Coach Scott is 86 years of age now, uh, still has a, a bounce in his step, and he shared some important principles when it comes to the idea of race and how we ought to be approaching all of this. So I want to go back to my conversation with Coach Ray Scott. Again, this is the, the man who was the first black NBA coach of the year, uh, author of the NBA in black and white, telling us the right way, the powerful way to come together and heal. I want people to open their hands and grasp not only the hands of each other, but the thoughts of each other. The parallel between the NBA and the United States is not mistaken. That is intentional. I want people to do and watch and look at how the NBA has grown and how they have impacted communities, how they have raised people to to wealthy stages and that happened because of blood sweat and tears in the nba and i believe we can do that in america by bringing everyone to the table opening your hands and your ears and your hearts and listening to each other so many important principles in there of opening hands and grasping hands and grasping the thoughts uh, of each other uh, earlier coach described, again, as a young man, how he went to some of these protests, scared to death, until he realized he had an Italian guy on his left and a Jewish guy on the right, uh, and they were standing together. They were united. 
And it is about opening our ears. It is about opening our hands. It is about opening our hearts. It is about listening in a different way and getting beyond all the labels and all of the angry identifiers that we have in our society. And those identifiers come in so many different ways. Those labels, left and right, liberal, conservative, Democrat, Republican, and you can go on and on and on. Interesting, not uh, too long ago, uh, President Russell M. Nelson of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints had a social media post, and he talked about identity. He talked about labels. He said, labels can be fun and indicate your support for any number of positive things. But if any label replaces your most important identifiers, the results can be spiritually suffocating. I think that's an important principle. Going back to Coach Scott, uh, he said we have to identify first as, as fellow citizens. What President Nelson would say as children of God. If that's the first identifier, and whether that's happening at a political event or a political campaign or a sporting event, How we identify each other and how we identify ourselves matters because it shapes the conversations that follow. And I continue to believe that the greatest cancer in the country is the cancer of contempt and that belief that if you're different than I am, if you think different or live different or believe different than I am, then you are worthless because you don't agree with me. We had Professor Sam Abrams on the phone with us today talking about the fact that on many college campuses, almost half of the students say they would not be a roommate to someone with a different political point of view or someone who voted different in the last election. Intolerant tolerance is not tolerance at all. It's part of the problem. And we don't just see it on college campuses. We're seeing it in our businesses. We're seeing it in our communities. And so we have to start looking at each other and looking at ourselves a little differently. Because that's where we have to get. You know, I often go back to the the words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. in his Nobel Prize acceptance speech. He would go back to this phrase that unarmed truth and unconditional love will have the final word in the end. And I'm a guy who actually believes that. I think that's true. I think we get distracted by a lot of the identity politics and a lot of the identity in our communities, regardless of what community you're coming from or what that looks like or feels like. Rather than coming with contempt, with a closed fist, maybe we ought to try an open hand and open ears and open hearts. It's a very different, it's a very different conversation. It's one of the things that I I loved so much about my conversation with uh, Coach Ray Scott uh, was this idea that he just was not, he just was not going to be bitter about any of the negative things that happened in his life. And I'm telling you, there were a lot. 
here he was, this up-and-coming NBA player, suddenly had access to wealth and could do all kinds of things. He talked about it in terms of, I could, I could go out to a nice restaurant. I could wear nice clothes. I could go to a movie. But then they'd go into a city, including our nation's capital, where he wasn't welcomed. He was welcome to play basketball, but that was it. And so how do we change that? And how do we celebrate that? Coach Ray Scott said, look, the the arc of the NBA has been rocky and rough, and there's been times that are really troubling, and we've seen that. And we still see some of the knuckleheads that yell ridiculous things at NBA players to college volleyball players. And they are so out of the mainstream of the American people. So we should call it out. We should stamp it out. And we should root it out. That's our job. And if we do that, then we can focus on the good things. And there are a lot of them. Because when we recognize that our identities are all intertwined, uh, that the things that unite us uh, are powerful and transformational, then we can start building a more perfect union. But it starts in your mirror and my mirror, your home, my home, your community, my community, our community, our country. But we can get there if we're willing to let go of the clenched fist and open the hand. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.